Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Celebrate our God-given freedom and faith while honoring our Blessed Mother with Girelli's USA Rosary. Each state is represented on this rosary's 50 beads. Red, white, and blue enamel adorn its patriotic crucifix. Get yours today. Shop www.ghirelli.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. John 3.30 podcast. He must increase, I must decrease, is a message John 3.30 invites us to live. Incorporating this into our everyday lives can be a challenge. What keeps your fire burning? We have many wonderful ways to stay close to our faith, whether it be the Mass, spiritual readings, prayer, adoration, or the Rosary. This is Catholic Faith Life, and here's our host, Jason Nunez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the John 3.30 podcast. This is your host, Jason Nunez, and welcome to episode number, I think it's 74. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm, I don't know what number I'm on anymore. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost positive it's 74. I'm kind of st- stacking episodes right now, so I'm either 73 or 74, so pardon my little slip up there right in the beginning. But it's, 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 it's one of those two. Either way, I'm so happy you're back, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, with me today, I got two great guests. I have Justin here. Hello. Hello. And I also got Mark. Hi, everyone. All righty. Uh, before we get to Justin and Mark and into the meat of our conversation, we are going to begin this episode the way we begin all of them, and uh, that is in prayer. So here we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Jesus, Jesus meek and humble, humble the heart, hear, hear me, me from the desire of being esteemed. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being loved. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being extolled. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being honored. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being praised. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being preferred to others. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being consulted. Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being approved. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being humiliated. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being despised. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of suffering rebukes. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being calumniated. Good job, guys. <laughs> Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being forgotten. Deliver me, Jesus, 
from, from the, the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. That others may be loved more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be esteemed more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen and I set aside. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen, may be praised, and I go and noticed. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be preferred to me in everything. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good job. You said you heavily, heavily edit everything, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that was the litany, the litany of humility prayed in stereo. Yes, that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. There, kind of, kind of give a, kind of give a little prayer group feel there for, there for the listeners. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but whenever, whenever that happens, and I'm praying out loud with the group, or if I'm singing a song with the group, in my mind I'm saying it right, but something happens that from my brain to coming out of my mouth like I say the wrong word or I skip a line or just something happens <laughs> like I did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know how, I don't know why that happens but just all of a sudden like you're following along and you kind of Sometimes as I'm reading things, I think I'm an automatic pilot because I'm thinking to myself something different as I'm reading. And it's like, wow, you know, this is working out. It's working out good. And as I'm realizing what I'm doing, then it's just all I'm just messed it up right there and the wheels fall off. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. So it's not just me. Good. 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 Just mm-hmm. making sure. Uh, alrighty. So, Justin, Mark, if you two can share with uh, the listeners a little bit about yourself, please. Sure. So, hello, listeners. <laughs> I'm Justin Barla. I am the vice president of the San Antonio chapter for Life Runners. I am a, um, I consider myself a revert to Catholicism, Mm -hmm. meaning um, grew up Catholic, but with a uh, not very strong foundation, Uh, kind of hung around at some non-denominational Christian churches for a little bit, and then came back to Catholicism. And uh, I'm originally from Michigan. Mm-hmm. I grew up around Detroit. And then I moved to San Antonio, Texas about two and a half years ago. And I uh, have enjoyed every minute of it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Mark Espinosa, and I am president of Life Runners. I've been in San Antonio for three, or it's about to be four years, and I've been president of Life Runners for about three years. San Antonio chapter. Yeah, the San Antonio chapter. (laughs) So just to make everyone aware that uh, Life Runners isn't just a San Antonio uh, organization, but it's a national Mm -hmm. organization. So there's actually organizations all across the world, too. Um, But yes, uh, more about me. Um, I moved here three or four years ago, and I love San Antonio so far so I'm happy to be here 
Awesome. Well, thank you to you guys, both of you, for taking time out of your, out of your evening and um, sharing with us how you keep your fire burning for our Catholic faith. Uh, right off the bat, one thing that all three of us have in common, aside from being Catholic, is we are, none of us are from San Antonio. We're all not from here. Oh, okay. That's pretty neat, though, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, just where kind of where are you from again? I am from El Paso, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. How about you, Mark? I'm from actually from McAllen, Texas. Oh, the yeah. valley. Yeah, the valley. You're from the valley. That's yeah. it. Every time I meet someone from the valley, it's not the valley. It's the valley. Yeah, the valley. <laughs> cool. Cool. So then Justin's the oddball. He's from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. no matter where I go in San Antonio, I'm the oddball. <laughs> hey, man, well, you're, you've you been acting pretty good. I, I follow you on social media, and it's like, man, this guy's having a lot of fun. I need to kind of, <laughs> like, I'm kind of following you and what you do, but like a week later, it's like, who is there? Okay, we're going to go try that so that's pretty fun yeah i've uh, been pretty active there's there's a lot to do around here so definitely there is definitely there is that's something that we're even after seven years of being here still finding out there's a lot to do which is good i bet yep um okay so you two um two are young adult guys right and um one the first question and we're definitely going to get into life runners um but one question that i really have for both of you um is with with life and with the day-to-day how do you two keep your fire burning for our catholic faith now kind of in this time that we're in it's kind of kind of all over the place for a lack of better way of putting it yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely a tough one for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, so a little bit more about myself. I kind of became Catholic again around the same time I moved to San Antonio, mm-hmm. which was uh, really a blessing because San Antonio is a very Catholic city, and I had no idea. Sure. I mean, I probably should have guessed because the city's named San Antonio. Right. But <laughs> San Antonio, right. Yeah, but I didn't know. And, um, you, you know, I've been not only involved with Life Runners, which has uh, been slightly more recent, but early on I got involved in some young adult groups, particularly the one at St. Matthew's YC3. Yep. And I've definitely noticed that my faith is uh, burns a lot more the more I'm around uh, other Catholic faithful as well. Definitely. On like a regular basis. And when I kind of stray away from the groups, like not show up to meetings or events or whatever in a while, it uh, starts to die down. So I, I definitely think that's something that helps me out in particular. Um, uh, other things would include uh, just like media. Like um, I I read just a little bit of Catholic media pretty much every day. You know, when I, when I get into work and turn on my computer and pour my coffee and spend a few minutes doing that. And um, and also, like I, I mentioned uh, offline, that I I pay for the the YouTube premium right. service to yep. skip all the commercials, and so I watch some like Catholic related things things there. And um, I guess just being more like immersing myself in it as much as I can. That's kind of my way of keeping the fire burning. But the, I think the bigger of the two things would be um, the the community element and surrounding myself with uh, other faithful Catholics. Indeed, that's um, 
within the 70 plus episodes that I recorded here, that's, that's honestly kind of been the, the common thread regarding everyone I spoke to, whether, whether their main thing is spiritual reading or, mm-hmm. you know, using a form of prayer called like the Divina or ha- being extremely involved in a particular ministry. Either way, the, the common thread that I've, that I've, that I'm realizing is the community aspect of our faith. And you, you mentioned YC3 and man, that, that, that's a great group of people. Um, it's, they're it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they've, they've kind of, we're kind of like my wife and I, we're, we're not parishioners at St. Matthew's yet, but yet. yeah, uh, sorry. That's, uh, that's another stuff, another time, but uh, that's something that may be happening soon. So, mm. uh, but yeah, um, even with that being the case, we've kind of gravitated toward YC3, which is the young adult group at St. Matthew's. And um, they're just so much fun to be around. Uh, there's, there's definitely a lot of a lot of people there that even like my kids are getting to know. And um, for me, I, I'm I'm always big on giving my kids a good example of things, whether it's my my nephew going to college and moving into a dorm going and moving him in that way my kids see look he's studying he's going to live here he's going to go to school there or it's hey look you know you can go to church and when you're growing up it's kind of like what do we got to go and all that kind of stuff but there's fun aspects to our faith um you just got to find them and to me why yc3 has a lot to offer not only to me but to my family which i'm so thankful that that you know we kind of show up every now and then and it's always like hey you know how you guys doing and it's kind of like we've always been there yet we just kind of show up every now and then uh what what kind of social like like say for example you mentioned youtube and looking at videos and media for me uh father mike schmitz is definitely a great resource with the ascension presents and he, he always has good good videos that kind of for some reason speak to a topic that's something that i'm either thinking about or that i'm kind of facing He's always good. Have, have you seen any of his videos? A few of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. He's kind of a yeah, very hyper guy. Yes, very hyper, <laughs> very hyper indeed. He, um, I was reading one of his talks and he mentioned that he actually was almost casted as Robin in Batman and Robin. Uh, he got passed over for Chris Evans, huh. kind of early on. I don't think uh, obviously he must not have been in formation yet, but he had an agent and he was kind of trying to get into Hollywood, and he was like in the run, in in the running for that role. Wow, it's pretty crazy, right? That is crazy. Imagine that. Yeah. His life had taken a whole different turn there if you would have got that movie. Uh, yeah, definitely. How about you, Mark? Uh, How do you keep your fire burning? I keep my fire burning primarily just to you know continue staying involved. You know, mm-hmm. and but my everyday activities like outside of life runners, it's just having accountability in regards to praying in the mornings. Yeah. I'm praying before I eat, not being ashamed, you know, wherever I'm at, just sure. to be able to pray. And then um, even like even at work, I have coworkers sometimes like they see me dress really nice where I wear a suit and tie and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And it's just like uh, they always start going, like, oh, Mark's going to his next interview. And I was like, oh, no, I'm actually I have like a YCP event to go to or something. And I even have like prayers on my desk. And even though, you know, now in age, like everyone's like, oh, you know, you should be afraid to show your faith because it might limit you in the professional world and really it hasn't for me so and for me it's just always being able to be myself you know in my work environment and so and then for me it's just a constant thing of you know being 
being close to God at all times. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I um definitely is a blessing to where in your workplace you you can have like say something as prayers displayed. Yeah. Right. Because some companies may have a rule against that. Yeah. Um, which which is personally I believe is kind of an unfortunate, mm-hmm. but um. You know that does not sound like the case for you, which is definitely a, a good thing, because uh, you, you could be having a tough day. But you know, just that prayer being there can kind of help help change your your mind frame or kind of kind of course correct, right? Definitely. Kind of course correct your, your your mind frame and maybe even your day. So uh, that's definitely awesome. Um, praying no matter where you are, I think is a is a, a big one too, because that that's um kind of how we evangelize without without knowing that we're evangelizing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like definitely. It's, um, my kids, like, whenever we're out eating, and it's like they, they kind of call us out, like, did, we, we didn't pray, or, okay, pray first. And as a group, we do it. So it's kind of like, again, praying in stereo, like we were earlier. And when you do that, it, like, amplifies the sound. So at first, you kind of notice people would, like, stare and kind of, like, just stare and stare longer than, I guess, was considered, quote, unquote, acceptable. But, um... Now it's like it's not a big deal. Like now we don't even feel it. Yeah. Initially, you you could kind of feel the eyes on you, and now we're kind of oblivious to it because we know it's something that's going to happen. It's something we're going to do, and and um, it's it really it's um it, it's a nice thing that you have and then that you can kind of do no matter where you are. Yeah, and it's always important. Like I've heard so many times, there's individuals who. Or I don't remember who said it. There was a specific quote where somebody asked somebody else, "Was like, how's your relationship with Christ?" Mm-hmm. And they didn't really respond. And they're like, "Well, do you pray?" And they're like, "No." I was like, "Well, a re- relationship with God is prayer." I think right. it was uh, John Paul II, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then it's, it's even then one time I was uh, eating at a like fast food restaurant. I was getting out of work and i was like i gotta eat real quick and then you know continue my activities and that was when i was working like 80 hours a week and then you know a week yeah i know <laughs> right so Not every two weeks a week no a week yeah. yeah and i got out of work and i was like i gotta eat and then i was eating and then i started praying and me like you know it's normal what i you know when i pray and so i was praying before i eat and when i finished like a, a couple came up to me and like thank you for praying and well, yeah they just well, yeah so yeah that's awesome. It, it's a kind of a weird feeling where like someone comes up to and thanks you for that. You're like, but this is what I do. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, thank you for thanking me. I, I kind of like, what do you say in that moment, right? I was like, want to buy me dinner? Right. No. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Can you pay it forward now? Come. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go ahead and get into life runners because uh, that's mm-hmm. a very sure. interesting uh, topic that I want to talk about. Um, I mentioned to Justin when I saw you last. Um, we were at a young adult mixer. Yes. And uh, I mentioned to you that, that I always look forward every Monday to your the, whatever one-liner <laughs> you put to share the Life Runner event. And um, I always see that on, on, on social media where it's like, you can run in English or in Spanish. Or like on <laughs> April Fool's, it was like, no fool and we're running today or something like that. So it's, I, know. Um, I know I thought of you this last time oh, when did I you? posted it. I've got to post something good for... For Jason, yeah, so. definitely. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always, uh, I'm always waiting for Monday to, to see what Justin's going to put on there, yeah. and then I, I kind of now I feel pressured. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna have even more with you know listeners. You're gonna oh, so that's okay. It's, 
it's just it's just a, the three of us talking right now anyway so we're good <laughs> um it's it's one of those things where even though i may not be involved in life runners and i've never been to a life runners meetings like just me looking forward to that is like hey you know i kind of feel like this minimally attached to it in some way you know what i mean so let's let's fill in blanks here what is life runners we are a pro-life running group. We have our special life runners gear we wear that has a lot of symbolism. And I, so I printed this out with uh, has some notes on it because I couldn't prepared. Didn't Look think I could remember it all off the top yeah. of my head. Did his homework. I know he did. But, I'm proud um, of him. Oh, yeah. oh and oh, and I brought oh, I the prayer cards. I thought so. you were going to pull out your like your reading glasses or something. <laughs> I was like, no, not yet. No, I just wanted to. Um, to give a visual to you too i guess it won't help to your listeners as no, much, that's but what i can do is I, I can take a picture and put it up on the social media that, that'd be great actually yeah. and yeah because it has our, our website on here too but I, anyway the the symbols and such that are on the gear we we wear where we run uh include a blue cross with shoes kind of tied around uh, one end and then the word life on the other side um, in green and then there's also a red dove and then of course Jeremiah 1-5 which is before I formed you in the womb I knew you it's uh, that verse from the book of Jeremiah and just scrolling through my notes here because every everything I just mentioned um, means something. So, the the word life, written in green, um, is written in green to symbolize life. The dove represents the Holy Spirit and peace. And oh, the cross is blue, and the blue symbolizes healing. And the shoes will bring us across the finish line that ends abortion. And will continue bringing us to mothers who need support. So that's um, that's what we wear when we're out running. And so the whole purpose of that is to raise awareness about abortion and about life issues. I uh, I passed out our card, which has on the back it has our creed that we pray every time before we run. Mm-hmm. And. Um, we, we meet every Monday for training runs. We meet at the Pearl downtown at the amphitheater at 6.30, and we uh, run for 45 minutes. We also have people that walk and have our all, you know, levels in between. <laughs> uh, Mark's pretty good. <laughs> I'm uh, slowly getting better. Awesome. But, um, yeah, so it's all about raising awareness. Uh, we've had you know several instances where people have come up and had very positive feedback that uh, you know oh it's great what you're doing and sometimes we meet um, you know pastors and others who do kind of the same thing the other pro life ministry work uh, we haven't had uh, too many instances of negativ- negativity thank God indeed but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And then, oh, I forgot, I wanted to add that um, we encourage all our members to wear our gear when they just run marathons. It doesn't have to be a, you know, Catholic or even Christian marathon. Just, you know, wear the shirt, get out there, and raise awareness. And um, 
I think that's pretty much it. Did I miss anything? Uh, I, I guess I would also like to add that uh, the purpose of Life Runners too is just to build a community mm-hmm. within we can congregate and get together. And it's important for us to be out there in the community. And when we wear these shirts, it shows that we're united and we're standing not just for ourselves as a community, but we're standing for mm-hmm. the men and women who are unfortunately, you know, either had an abortion and are suffering and we're there to support them too and also to pray for the unborn who were unfortunately aborted and we want to also give people the courage to stand with us to remember that all life is important and doesn't matter whether you're in the womb or whether you're 100 or you know 200 years old Mm -hmm. but it it all matters and then Mm -hmm. we have over 11,000 members around the world wow so and it's in a keep growing organization and the founder of actually of life runners is uh pat castle and so he founded this uh years ago and he had he was basically doing a marathon and he was just pranked so hard to like you know god what are you calling me for and during his run and so pat castle just give you a quick description of him he's the type of individual who's all in he mm-hmm. does not you know give you 10% or 5%. He goes all in. And so every time you see him run a marathon at the end, he'll collapse. Oh, wow. and because he's all in, right. you know, he he's doesn't everything. Exactly. So when he was running this marathon, he was praying, he's like, God, you know, what are you calling me to do? And he's like, well, I want you to run for life. And so this is how this whole organization started. And essentially when you see us run, walk or jog, and we have members from, you know, one years old to 101 and everyone's, you know, being a representation that we run for life so wow and ju- and just to add on to that a bit um like mark said over eleven thousand members were in all 50 states and 38 nations and uh, it started in 2008 and dr pat castle actually encountered saint padre pio <laughs> during this uh pike's peak ascent and so that inspired him to start life runners and saint padre pio is the patron saint for life runners Excellent, excellent. He's definitely a, a good one to have in your corner there. I have a, I have a big, uh, I have a big devotion to Father Pio myself. So, I actually have one of his Saint Mills around my neck that I never take off. So, he's definitely a, a, a good one to have there. So, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm a pretty basic and simple guy. So, whenever I hear an explanation of something, in my mind, I try to think of a way that I can remember. And assure myself that I'm retaining what I'm being told, right? And um, I don't mean because this organization it's it has a purpose, and it's definitely important. And it's it's one way that that it's incorporating our faith along with like your wellness in in such a, a positive, beautiful, and intentional way. Because you guys meet every Monday. And um, there's a lot of symbolism behind your logo, just like our faith with the mass. There's a symbolism everywhere in our mass, right? Mm -hmm. So when I hear Mark's explanation of life runners, and when I say this, I mean it with every level of respect and no disrespect at all. But to me, life runners is like 
Forrest Gump on the next level. Because I remember when he was running, everyone's like, what does it mean? What are you running for? Are you running for this? Are you mm-hmm. running to end the war? Like People are like following him, and they're asking him why he's doing it. And yeah. he never gave a reason. He just felt like running. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you guys are running for life. Mm-hmm. And that, that's yes. a purpose. Yes. That's um, a very important purpose. And right now, it's, it's one of the main issues at the forefront of news whether it's secular news or you know social media uh posts uh laws are being passed and there's a lot that is being that is happening right now in the news movies are being made about it you know Mm -hmm. that is happening because of this very very important issue and i i think the, the way you incorporate running into as a way to bring awareness pray Pray for those who are aborted. Um, it it it's a it's a great way to incorporate our faith into into this overall, just this gathering. Yeah, it's it's um. So after we get done running, uh, usually Mark or I gives a little little talk about kind of the the news of the day and what's going on and with the life issues mm-hmm. and. When I first joined, I mean, the biggest thing was maybe like a Supreme Court nominee or something. Oh, sure. I joined about yeah. a year ago. Yeah, Kavanaugh. And, and now it's like, like you said, states are going in in both directions. I mean, you have very, very uh, tight pro-life legislation. And then you also have states like New York, which have gone the total opposite right. direction. Right. And, um and then you know numerous cases that uh will probably hit the supreme court very soon numerous lawsuits and such so it's it's a it's pretty crazy time and yeah pretty much all catholic media secular media is just yep. it's in the news yeah, and, and overall with life runners like i always uh, like to implement with our you know fellow runners is you know stay informed stay involved yes and yes. it's a constant thing it's a you know I don't like running. I was like, but <laughs> That's I'm a lie. No, I, I, I really don't like, I, I don't like running. Like I may be the fastest one there, but do I like running? No, it's just, but we're witness for life and we're trying to promote this because all life matters. And when you show this, that it means something, you know, then we give value to everything else. Cause if we can't value ourselves or even value, you know, the kids in our community, how can we ever even value ourselves? Sure. You know, and sure. at one point in our lives, we're going to be put in a predicament where we're going to become the outsider and we're going to have our kids be the outsiders, you know, and we need to protect our kids before that even resonates even more. Cause even more so like the abortion issue, I always tell people it's not just an abortion issue. It's just people are hiding the real issues like the education, mm-hmm. the feeding the poor, you know, healthcare and so forth. So we need to be aware and become more involved with our community. Indeed. Indeed. So, aside from running on Mondays, so you say, so kind of to take me to a typical Monday evening life runners gathering. Well, Mark's usually late. And, no, I'm just kidding. It's true. He's from the valley. So. Yeah. yeah, we are. are 
Well, that's why I changed the time. So there you go. Yeah. He's, and he's still late. <laughs> See, that's the kind of power he can wield as a president, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I. It is kind of easy to rip on him because, so where where I work is actually like right across the street from where we meet. That's so, not fair. Yeah, it's no. it's not fair at all. But um, it's so, like changing your office too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you know I usually get there. Sometimes I'm the first one there. There's some other people there, and you know we just catch up from last week, and then people's slowly been trickling in, and we've had some pretty good uh, turnout lately. And so you know it was we're all pretty good friends, so we'll start talking, and then um, eventually when everyone gets here, we we gather around in a circle. And uh, we pray the creed, which I, I figured we could say uh, on your podcast in a little bit, if, if that's okay. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Well, what we can actually do is uh, normally I end my podcast with a intercession prayer to St. Michael. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we can do in honor of this episode is end our podcast with that prayer. Okay. That'd be awesome. Thank right. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, after, after we pray the creed, then we... We uh, go off for 45 minutes, and, um, you know, we we go from the Pearl and then go south down the river walk. Uh, you know, some people, like Mark, run all the way to the cathedral and back, and then uh, <laughs> some people like me are somewhere in the middle of that, and, you know, some people walk, too, and then we all reconvene in the, the same spot we started, and um, usually... Uh, Mark or I give a little talk and give some comments, and lately it's been largely the news of the day with everything going on. And then um, we kind of wrap it up and then just go eat afterwards and still just hang out and fellowship. Stay, stay, yeah, fellowship, yeah, stay with our fellow Catholics for the rest of the night. And that's a, that's a pretty typical uh, Monday at Life Runners. Yeah, and, and and it's important that we you know we get together sure. and have fellowship afterwards, and like and also the reflection. Like one thing I also add to usually my reflections, I give like a challenge to everyone for the week. You know, forgiveness, and I base it off like okay, forgiveness, forgive someone you haven't forgiven in a while. You know, that you you know you have a heavy heart. At the same time, the reason we want to do this is because sometimes there's men or women you know have like I said have gone through the abortion process. They need to be forgiven too and reminded Mm -hmm. that god forgives them also so i tried to bring the two together or like i've even given the reflection on you know take don't take life for granted and i've told them you know close your eyes and feel your pulse and i was like and you still have a purpose with that pulse and as i so continue moving forward Mm. and and usually we get together and like the fellowship helps out a lot and we you know talk more about the issues or just get together and like uh, be there for one another and continue our week so awesome do you all then kind of move from meeting every monday to whenever there's a marathon um happening in town do you kind of tend to do you, do you try to attend those as groups or do you just kind of encourage people hey this is coming up and you know if you do participate wear your shirt how do you all kind of approach that it, it, more more so the second option right now. So I mean, yeah. we have a Facebook page. So you know, we'll we'll share like you know, hey, this marathon's coming up. Remember to wear your Life Runners gear, or we'll just mention it on Mondays, pretty much. Um, yeah. We do have something coming up. <laughs> it's in the works. 
Oh, cool. a, a Life Runners uh, 5K. Oh, so wow. It works right now. So, like, sponsored so. by Life Runners? Yes. Or, oh, wow. It actually, it's just going to be us, like, so what Life Runners does is they have this, uh, every year they have a fundraising event. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, people sign up to pick a certain leg, which is essentially a certain distance, and they run, and they, you know, support Life Runners that way. So, you can go to our website, look it up, and then actually on July 4th, they're going to celebrate Mass uh, downtown at San Fernando, and it's a uh, what is it? Father Victor's going to be celebrating Mass, so he'll be there, and at seven a.m. And so there'll be a few people, you know, there with life runners and starting off a little short like walk, run, or jog to start off the launch of that fundraising event for life runners to promote life. So, okay, I wasn't sure how much I could give away. It, it, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's going to be announced anyway. So, awesome. yeah. yeah, excellent, excellent. If if one wanted to join Life Runners, like say for anyone listening here, um, should they be, should they be prepared? Is there any kind of like a membership fee or anything like that they need to be prepared for? Yes, you can Venmo me uh, one hundred dollars and then directly Justin yeah. Barlow. Yes, yeah. that's an administrative fee, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, I have like an offshore account. I'll give you the number for it. Gotcha. <laughs> no, there, no, it's like gas money to get to the Life Runner event, right? Yeah, that, that, that's office. about all it's going to cost. He works right next to the place. Yeah, that's cool. true. <laughs> Maybe not gas money, but bird money to just bird money kind of it's, it's it even like too close for that honestly <laughs> it would take you longer to open up the app it, and it link really up the would bike or, or actually he'll, he'll buy me dinner there you go that's right <laughs> there you go for some reason life for, for, for some reason justin and mark after life runners they go to fogo de chow but everyone else is going to waterburger i don't get that yeah <laughs> What's going on, man? i don't even know what that is <laughs> fogo de chow you've never been there no oh my god have you ever been in Fogo de Chao? You've been there, right? Yeah. Justin, you're missing out. It's, it's, it's like really bougie or something? It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Have you oh, been to those okay. type? Yeah, yeah. I've been to a Texas Day Brazil before. Yeah, like they bring you steak on a sword. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they cut it off for you. Yeah, it's one of those. But it's like right in downtown on Commerce Street and River Center. So oh, it's okay. like really like, like yeah, like bougie, fancy. Like, <laughs> it's above my pay grade. Yeah. it's. I don't think we'd be dressed for that on Mondays mm. after run. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, let's see yeah, the question. No, no membership fees. No yeah. membership fee. Um, okay. You know, the we have gear we sell on the website. Right. But it's it's not that much. I think I paid maybe twenty dollars for like the athletic tee. Yeah, if and that it might even be fifteen. Yeah, and, and there's gear, and also when you buy things, you can also buy bracelets, and you yeah. buy prayer cards, oh, cool. and then uh, something else to add: we don't charge to be part of the organization, but uh-huh. you're more than welcome to donate. Sure, which mm-hmm. we have that involved. You know, of course, that all goes into, like I said, spreading awareness, and then also you know keeping up the web page, and even more so, you know, when we take donations, when we get a certain amount of money, we donate enough money to like Catholic schools or Christian schools, which they want to start their own life runners within the school. Mm -hmm. And so we'll donate enough, like, you know, 30, you know, jerseys so the students can wear and they can get together and like have that like life runners team at the school. So pretty neat. Yeah. What if, if one was listening, not in San Antonio and they're like, you know what? I'm already a runner. This is something that I want to do. How would one begin to, like, say, establish a chapter or a group of life runners wherever they live? 
there like a like on the website is there like a like a core chapter or a core group of people that they reach out to you do you kind of get permission for that yeah so yep. I, I would first say sign up first as a member uh-huh. and they'll give you mm-hmm. within your particular region a sign up like okay you're closest to this like for example uh, okay. if we have someone from my hometown like McAllen Texas right they'll be under the San Antonio chapter just because we don't have anything more south sure that's uh, established yet and then um, you get put in a region and then if you really want to start a chapter and you really want to take on their responsibility which you're more than welcome to and it's a fantastic I you know I encourage anyone to do it um, all you have to do is email nationals they'll give you more information on what you need to do what process what uh, positions you need to fill and the responsibilities of being a chapter leader and then from there um you know you just continue you need to at least have one event during the month and all something else i also forgot to add is we also pray outside of an abortion clinic and try mm-hmm. to once a month so um that's also where we also get together like aside from like races or anything that may happen we try to make sure to meet at least once a month outside an abortion clinic with their jerseys on and pray and then sometimes we'll run after or before and then get breakfast afterwards because we usually show up in the morning to do that so excellent excellent um Life Runners to me is striking me as a very intentional group which which i, I which i really like it's um for me, it's something that I try to be about my faith is intentional, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's um, it's kind of what I'm what I'm hearing here, which is definitely very good. Definitely. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Happy, happy to have you guys on and kind of help spread the message about this. Well, we're happy to be on. Yeah, definitely. And and like Life Runner is like it's intentional, but it's also uh, it's accountability mm-hmm. that we have not just as Catholics, but as individuals, as people. And so when organization is not just it's not Catholic based, it's like Christian based. So we also Christians, but we also sure. walk, yeah. invite all walks of faith. Sure. And so even if we're not you know religious, we still invite you over because we're there because we're accountable for one another and as human beings we understand that we all have value so indeed and the the, the pro-life movement overall it's it spans many different faiths yeah yes um there it's not uncommon where outside of outside of planned parenthood there's sure there may be a catholic pro-life group but there may be a christian pro-life group too yep. you know so it's something that it, it it's it crosses faiths and is uh, something that is shared by a lot of many different faiths. Yeah. A lot of our brothers and sisters out there that are kind of like-minded in that regard there. Yeah. And there are people of um, like no faith really, but who are still pro-life Indeed. out there Indeed. as well. Yeah. They just kind of know like that's really not something that should be happening. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to try and help do something about it, you know? Indeed. Indeed. Well, guys, this is fun. And uh, I want to go and get to my parting questions here. Okay. So, kind of shifting a little bit of gears there. Oh, before I before I complete that, um, aside from googling Life Runners, is there a website or social media or the email, or if anyone wants more information about Life Runners, where they can go to? Yeah. So, so our website is liferunners.org. That's our national website. Sure. Uh, for the San Antonio chapter, we have a Facebook page, and um, it's an open open page. You can, you know, comment, post on there, and you can reach out to uh, Justin Barlow or Mark Espinoza. 
Yeah, and if you go to Facebook, make sure you look up the San Antonio Life Runners page because there's more than one. Like I said, yes. we're around the world. Oh, sure. And if you yeah. just put, make sure you find the San Antonio chapter. Yeah, if you put just Life Runners, you're going to get the national one, which you should like too. But also, <laughs> you know, like you know the San Antonio chapter one. Because if not, you'll be sending a message to someone else, and then it'll finally get to us. Yeah. So. What are you talking about? I heard you in a podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And hey, as an added value, if you look up the San Antonio Chapters Facebook page, you'll be able to kind of see what I'm talking about, Justin's <laughs> funny one-liners for each Monday event. That's, that's how we get them. There you go. It's that's the one-liners. The, that's the hook right there. Awesome. Awesome. Alrighty, so now we can get to our parting questions. So, okay, this question is open to both of you. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? I can't comment on this. No kidding. Uh, I'll let Justin go first. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I feel like you're going to try and one-up me, whatever I say. That's why you're letting me go first. Maybe. That's not a bad strategy. (laughs) I can can understand that. So... I've always liked the type of um, time travel superpowers, like either the ones that could kind of like rewind or or fast forward time or just kind of like travel through time, like, you know, back to the future style. Because I feel like that would be a really great way to win the lottery. You're gonna pull a Marty McFly, or no, sorry, a Biff Tannen, if you will. Tenen, yes. Even though he won by gambling, same kind of premise, right? Same basic thing. Yeah, he changed yeah. his future by altering his past. <laughs> yeah. We may have a new nickname for Justin. We can call him Biff from now on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. There you uh, go. Yeah, but no, no, I've always thought that was like a really good power. You know, you could like, if you ever get cornered by by the bad guys or the villains or whatever then you could kind of just like rewind time and then just you know take a different path and escape so he'd be like untouchable you know all right before we get to mark follow-up question for justin so would would you would you wait for there to be like this huge mega ground record-breaking jackpot and then rewind time to win that one or as soon as you got that ability would you go for the first jackpot available because what if you didn't make it to that mega groundbreaking jackpot <laughs> yet you had this power you know what? i probably would go back in time to that was it january 2016 i think that it's like, like a ridiculous amount of like 1.6 right? billion yeah. or something actually i go to the one before that because three people won that one and i wouldn't want to split the pot so i would go to the drawing before that <laughs> So how? Do, but how do you prevent those three people from winning, though? Because like, you go to the, the drawing before that where oh, no one won. Okay. Yeah. See, I've I've thought this through. So okay, so you're gonna find a you're gonna find a jackpot that only one person has won, and then go back and win that one. I'm gonna find a jackpot that no one has won, and I'll be that one oh, person that won it. Yeah. Oh, I no, okay. It's cooking now. Now, now I know what yeah. you mean by the one before. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I get it now. I get it now. Yeah. Makes sense. That's a good thought. And then, of course, donate all the money to pro-life causes. There you go. Life runners. Yeah. <laughs> we'll right. He's going to put shirts. it on his... Uh... Everyone's running in Yeezys. They may not be good for running, but everyone's running in Yeezys. He's actually going to put on his like foreign accounts. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> He's going to change his name to Biff Tannen, and we're not going to be able to find him again. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. What, what happened to Justin? You didn't hear? <laughs> all right, you, Mark. How all right, you? one up that, Mark. There you go. Challenge. Uh, uh, Actually, I wasn't going to... Have you seen the movie Incredibles 2? I have. 
I'll just be like the baby that has okay. like all these superpowers. And okay. I don't know what. Yeah, exactly like that. Kind of like <laughs> a Swiss a army out. knife. <laughs> Swiss army knife with superpowers, if you will. So, uh, teleport into a different dimension, come back, turn to a creature that I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. And be careful right. when I sneeze. Right. Yeah. And yeah, don't be around Mark when he sneezes uh, with that or, superpower. Or you can pick me up and use me as a laser shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That'd be a good one, too. That could come in handy in Life Runners. You could, like, turn your feet into, like, wheels or something. Skates. Yeah. Or, like, rocket, lawn- rocket launchers. Like, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so. Not better than mine, but pretty good. <laughs> we mentioned positive view earlier, but, um. Want to ask um, you two? Who are you? Who are your favorite saints? I'll let Mark go first on this one. Oh, <laughs> a little tit for tat there. Uh, mine is uh, Saint Augustine. Okay. And so just because um, he was a great intellect at his time, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was an orator and everything, and I very fascinated with you know individuals who take time not just to. <laughs> understand something but to break it down and then become fully involved and i was you know for me i'm very analytical about things like i'll measure the time you know and then understand not just the time but then you know the variations and everything so i love how he fully immersed himself within you know his relationship with christ coming from like a crazy you know he's basically a party animal slash like you know involved with a lot of you know sinful acts and then became fully immersed with christ Christ. and so he he's a good version of like the prodigal son so there you go yeah what, was he the one who said something like um lord give me chastity just not right now was that him i don't know i'm not sure uh, yeah i love that line <laughs> just not right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's almost like a saint saint john bosco was quoted as saying run jump have fun but do not sin you know, like, mm. dude, you can have fun. You can do all these different things, but just don't sin. Yeah. No. Yeah. All righty, Justin, how about you? So it's really hard for me to pick a favorite saint, honestly. And that's not because, um, you know, the typical cliche, oh, there's just too many good ones. I mean, there are. But for me, I, I don't know a lot of saints' lives, like, in-depthly. Sure. But uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say St. Paul. Um, you know, he, I, I think he was, if not the greatest, at least one of the greatest apologists for the faith. Um, for for those who may not know, an apologist is someone who takes a position and then defends it, like in a, in a debate-like forum. Right. And, you know, Paul being a scholar who attended a Greek university, knew the scriptures very well, being being a Jew um, by birth, but um, he also knew Greek reason and Greek thought too, and, you know, his, his ability to kind of, you know, use faith and reason together to make certain arguments or um, explain certain theological um, positions to the various different c- communities at the time is uh, I, I don't think the f- faith would have been uh, what it is without him or at the very least it wouldn't have gotten so big so fast without someone like St. Paul and it's um, 
it's uh, he, he's also one that's kind of like uh, I guess like proof for uh, Catholicism and Christianity because I mean it, it's it's a lot of uh, critics you know they like to dismiss the other apostles as just you know dumb fishermen and you know things sure. like that but here you have Paul who's not only a scholar but also like highly critical of you know Christ, the whole Christian movement early on and then yet he's someone who by a miracle because how else could it have happened? You know, he right. goes from persecuting Christians one minute and then is the greatest apologist in the next. Well, I mean, that could only, unless he's completely crazy, that could only happen by something like divine intervention, I think, to do it that quickly. You know, he may, it, you know, it's certainly possible that through years of studying the scriptures, you know, you can see like, oh, yeah, this just Jesus guy was was right. But to just, you know, going to Damascus one day, you know, I'm going to, you know, persecute more Christians here or whatever he was going to do. And then, you know, <laughs> stops halfway and it's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to find these guys and join up with them <laughs> and die for them. Right. And die for them. And die for them. Yeah, that's the big thing. So, yeah, it's, I'd say say if i had to pick a favorite saint it would be saint paul excellent uh, very good very good so saint augustine and saint paul and Polypio, pray for us yes pray for us all righty so if you could describe how you live your faith with a hashtag what would the hashtag be uh, mine would be hashtag accountability like I'd mentioned before. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's Makes just sense. a reminder that, you know, we're all accountable no matter how far the distance. And it's like um, a couple, I think it was last month, I even mentioned people, you know, the unfortunate, the bombing they had. I don't remember where. Uh, Syria, I think, right? Yeah, there were several churches. Right, and right. so, and mm. I mentioned to like the life runners here and I was like, even though we're so far away, we're all accountable. And I was like, what we do, how we treat each other, how we do all these things, you know, resonates not just here, but we're a light for the entire world. And so we need to continuously be accountable, not just for ourselves, but for everyone else across the world. So I guess mine would be something like, you know, uh, seize the day. And I'm blanking on what the actual Latin phrase is for that. Oh, carpe diem. Carpe diem. Yes. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, our time is, is limited uh, in this world. And, you know, we have a duty as as human beings, as stewards of the earth, to to make it better. So I, I would just say, you know, try, try and make every day count. You know, obviously you're going to have um, a lot more significant days than others faith-wise. But, um, you know, don't waste your time. You know, go out there and and try and uh, do your best to, you know, adhere to the commandments, live the faith, and be a shining light and an example to the, the whole world, especially those closest to you. And I think it's especially important if you're uh, maybe like a father, you know, an uncle or grandfather, you know, you have people that look up to you. Right. You know, I think that's especially when it's or or leader of a, a life runners or something, <laughs> <laughs> especially uh, very important to, to live out your faith and be a guide and example for others. So Indeed. hashtag carpe diem. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Good one. All righty. And last question is... I got a follow up. This is last question A. 
Um, and then I got a last question B that just I kind of wanted to bring up has nothing really to do with our faith, but um, just kind of curious to get your thoughts on something. But um, okay, so I'll go with that one first because my last question A is typically how I end it. So, Mark, not sure about you. But I, I I have never seen a Game of Thrones episode in my entire life. I knew I knew it was going to be Game of Thrones. <laughs> but um, just from just from judging from certain social media posts from a certain person, I know someone else does. So I don't know who that would be. Give me your thoughts. Is, is this something that my wife and I should go? Should we go down this journey? <laughs> yes, With, you, without being biased, because sure. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. From my review of things, I would just say. Uh, <sighs> It's what I tell most people with like bench watching. It's, right, right. It's great. It's, sure. It's fun, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like my hashtag, hashtag accountability. Uh huh. You can spend that time watching something, uh huh, or you can spend that time making a difference. Oh, look at him. <laughs> and so, because unfortunately, like we're we're talking about something that is predominant within our culture. Indeed. And we want constant instant gratification right that's why now there's such thing as binge you know as binge watch something and i always tell people no like i don't like running but i do it because you know it keeps me in shape keeps me extra you know in a good healthy you know state but at the same time now i have more of a purpose is to run for life right and so when i say binge watch like you can but honestly there might be something more you can do maybe build a relationship with your father that you didn't have before your mother son or daughter or a f- like friendship that you haven't had in a long time with a close friend that used to be close or so forth so in my opinion i'd say there's more to life than looking at a tv screen so and, and i would say like i've like i love i used to before i moved to san antonio i was obsessed with like watching football games basketball games sure, and all these sure. things mm-hmm. like yeah. i'm a huge sports fan you can ask me anything like i know it right and so but you know since i moved here like i've kind of moved away from it you know kind of you know I'm an adult now, have responsibilities. And for me, you know, my responsibility in life, and I believe my calling in life is to also be a good mentor to others and help people understand, like, you know, there's more to life than just your computer screen, your phone and so forth. You know, go out to dinner with your friends, put your phone away and, you know, go out to friends, you know, instead of watching a TV or getting together, watch a show. Why don't you guys make a barbecue or cook together and, you know, play a board game and just talk. Cause when you're in front of a TV, Everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, shh, don't talk," you know. Yeah. You know get to know mm-hmm. each other. So. Promote that antisocial aspect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then people are like, "Why? Why? Why is you know time so difficult?" It's like it's difficult because we allow these things to consume us. So you know, it's okay to interact with other people. So yeah, that, that's my opinion. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so now that we have Mark's opinion, Justin, what do you say? <laughs> well, well, I, I disagree on a few points, unsurprisingly. Uh, first of all, this guy has posted about running at like midnight, so I don't know why he keeps saying he hates running. I've, I think I've outran him once, and that was when it was like 38 degrees outside or something, and that's when you know I kind of cheated with my my northern blood. Yeah, that Michigan blood <laughs> funk through his veins, yeah. kind of activated. I think I was sick. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, Mark, you know, he made some good points. And, he does. Yeah. And I think, like, 
a lot of people in our generation specifically, you know, we're, we're both in our uh, mid or late twenties. I'm not sure if 27 is mid or late twenties anymore, but, um, <laughs> late, <laughs> but, but a lot of, a lot of people, um, millennials, they just binge watch so much show. And, you know, I'm always asked like, Oh, have you seen this? How have you not seen this? Like, what do you do with your life? And <laughs> I'm like, well, not sit in front of a TV all day, yeah. but on the flip side, I mean, I do think there is some room to have, you know, some sort of downtime. Just, um, it, it is, I mean, it's not a social activity, but I mean, you got to have some time to yourself sometimes away from the, the hustle and bustle of everything. And, and, and just to add to that, but I don't think Game of Thrones necessarily, I wouldn't approve it for like our Catholic audience. Sure. Because there's a lot of nudity. Yeah, like, and I, so, like by, by no means would I see this in my living room where my kids could walk in and go, hey, dad, what are you watching? Yeah. You know, so he has one of those where just from the little I know about it, uh, I, I've, I would I would want to make sure that it's something that like I watch along with my wife because I'm I, I don't as it is. OK, you're talking to a guy that hosts a podcast here. Yeah. So like I as it is, I my TV turns on. Not like I don't turn on my TV at home. I I turn on like my phone to hear something. I I, I would very much rather hear something mm-hmm. <clears throat> and be doing something else while hearing something than sitting and watching TV. So kind of like to your point, kind of like making more useful more use of my time. But it's kind of like what Justin is saying, where it's, you need that decompressing time. And if I'm going to binge something, then I'm going to binge something along with my wife. And we're going to get into it together. Because um, that's even time that we have together. You know, yeah. that's, that's kind of time that we share. Um, we may not binge a lot of things, but um, I, I, if we do, it's, we want something that's like going to spark a conversation between us. And it's going to kind of, kind of create a create thought between both of us and um so that's kind of why i was wondering if games of thrones was maybe one of those things there yeah well i mean game of thrones is a show that it, it it's based on a series of, of books called a, a song of ice and fire largely i haven't read the books myself but it's uh, it is very you know complex plot lines and there's a lot of political games that goes on and that's the main draw of the show uh, obviously as mark said there's very adult themes sure. like uh nudity um I guess my opinion on that stuff is not everything on TV is going to be perfectly moral. I mean, but you, you don't have to watch Game of Thrones for those scenes. I mean, maybe some people do, but uh, I think intent plays a large role there. And I mean, as sure. as examples, like Passion of the Christ is rated R, the... Um, um, Unplanned is rated R, and you know there's debate over that, but there's some very graphic scenes in there as well. And I mean, even just reading some parts of the Bible, I mean, <laughs> there's very adult themes in the in the Bible as well. So I, I mean, I think it, I think it, with those that kind of thing, it, it goes with the intent of what are you watching it for? Sure. Um, if you're someone who who likes Lord of the Rings, uh, you'll probably like game of thrones that's what i was always told and uh the the first few seasons are it's interesting because those are the ones with the most kind of um uh 
nude scenes, but those are also the ones with the most, um, where, where what the characters are saying, that content's really important. So the mm. first season I've watched like multiple times just because almost every line they say is important. Um, so if you like that kind of style of show, that medieval, you know, times type stuff with a like, little bit of magic and a lot of like political scheming around then then you'd like it um i was disappointed in this last season season eight as i think a lot of people were uh for you know a number of different reasons I'll, i'll try not to spoil anything but mainly i just felt like they they left uh loose ends loose and they didn't tie up anything and i was kind of hoping that all these different storylines were kind of going to converge together and Mm -hmm. we'd get answers to a lot of things but uh that didn't happen not sure why i know for the the past like season and a half they didn't have source material i.e the books to go off of so i think that's largely Mm -hmm. the reason but um so yeah, if you've liked any anything I've said, I'd recommend watching it. Um, yeah, like Mark said, probably don't watch it for like you know eighty two hours straight or however oh, long right. it is. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably probably not the route to go, but uh, maybe something to kind of try and help fall asleep to. Um, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you we'll know. I, I will warn you; it will take you a while to remember people's names. <laughs> gotcha. Who's that guy? What's with the midget? Yeah. Normally, that's my joke because I heard it in a movie. Mm-hmm. Remember Back to School from uh, it's a Rodney Dangerfield movie from back in the eighties. Is this he's going through the scene and he's talking to his wife and he's looking at pictures and look at this, look at this, and what's with the midget? But when I make that joke in Game of Thrones, it's true because <laughs> there's a little guy in there. There is, yeah. So there is. He's a major character it's too. Funny on two levels. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so final question. Final question. If you two can, what message do you want to leave our listeners with? Um, so I'm going to go a little off tangent from what we've been talking about. Okay, sure. And um, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I consider myself a, a revert to Catholicism. Sure. And so uh, trying to keep my story short for the sake of time, uh, largely... I decided to become Catholic again because I felt it was the truth, the fullness of truth. I mean, I don't think that should come as a shock to anyone really. But uh, I would say to those who are kind of struggling in their faith or those who uh, aren't sure about the Catholic faith, um, our Lord said, seek and you will find. And that's what happened to me. You know, my journey kind of started when I was about 21, and I had lived with a guy who wasn't Catholic, but very Christian. And I just, uh, some of the things he told me about the Christian faith, I just never really heard before and didn't really understand. So that led me to just um, doing a lot of research on the internet. And that's when I started watching YouTube uh-huh. a lot and, uh, you know, a ton of different videos just explaining different things. And, kind of dabbled into like what all the major faiths and and uh you know atheism included uh, are about and uh through the the evidence i found that um it it has to be catholicism you know if it's not catholicism then 
no one has the fullness of truth. And that's, that's the way I look at it. So, um, just seek and you will find. Excellent. Good. Uh, my closing, uh, for everyone would be, I guess I would say, read the Bible, you know, read scripture Mm -hmm. and just saying that also because from this past week, we're going to mass father kept emphasizing, read the Bible. (laughs) So, you know, be knowledgeable, get, you know, involved, but most likely read the Bible, be aware of how to defend your faith. Cause more than more now than ever, that's uh, something that the Catholic faith needs and we need to do another for it to be, carried on you know forward because if we don't have a faith that's there like with justin's you know ending you know people like justin are not gonna be able to come back to the faith right right and so we must be able to be knowledgeable get informed and you know help one another stay you know within the catholic faith Mm -hmm. so and and on that i'd say uh study bibles are a great tool like i have um the uh, it's called didache study bible um there, there's a number of you know catholic approved ones you can find and uh, that's that's very helpful for learning the faith and then uh, in mine there's even little apologetics pages that teach you how to defend uh, certain tenets of our faith usually uh, when criticism coming from protestant angles but sometimes in general as well and yeah, say it's say uh, I'd, I'd highly recommend a study Bible. That's awesome. Um, that that's a great idea, and definitely definitely great great suggestion there as well, Mark. Um, just kind of the first person getting a Bible, you kind of think, okay, this is a book. I'm going to read it from cover to cover, right? <laughs> yeah, I tried that. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, didn't work it's, out. <laughs> it's it's one of those where we're kind of going in. You either want another aid resource or someone to kind of help navigate you through it that way you kind of get the most out of what you're trying to get out of it uh i've often heard you know starting with the gospels Mm -hmm. is kind of always always a good way to kind of get into the bible um using a study bible though i I can imagine how that would definitely help out yeah yeah definitely i mean in mine like sometimes half the page is just commentary right. on the uh, the passages above and it also has like cross reference verses you can do you can go to as well um, but what you were saying earlier with you know kind of starting with the gospel I know there's there's different uh, what word do I want to use I can't think of a good one different like kind of ways to, to go about reading the Bible like, like an approach yeah like an approach like I've seen like where certain gospels are paired with certain Old Testament books oh. that kind of line up like that. So, I mean, obviously the the Old Testament is um, has a lot more books in it than the New. Right. So, you know, one New Testament book might be equivalent to like three Old Testament sure. books. But uh, that that's one way of doing it. Because I tried the cover to cover thing and start reading Genesis and like what what is going on and then I get to numbers and then I'm really like I'm so bored <laughs> and then I'm just I'm just gonna skip to the the books about Jesus and, for a page and a half all I have is names I'm getting a genealogy yeah I don't know yes, why. yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah I get that yeah. well Justin and Mark 
thank you two very much. You guys did a great job. Well, thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Indeed. Nice. If Once again, if anyone listening is interested in Life Runners, uh, the national page is liferunners.org. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're local in San Antonio and kind of want to hook up with Justin and Mark and kind of run with them, um, you can go to Facebook and look up the Life Runners San Antonio page. And uh, they're they're very good about being consistent with posts. Sometimes you go to a Facebook page and the last post was a year ago, and it's like, well, what happened to these people? Yeah, what are happened still, to this group? Yeah. yeah, are they still meeting? What's going on? Well, you, you guys are pretty, you guys are pretty good about about posting um, consistently. So um, yeah. definitely recommend anyone listening check them out if you're into running or if it's something where you know what I need to kind of start looking into more more of my health and wellness, and I want to incorporate my faith. This is a great way to do so. Definitely mm-hmm. check out life runners uh thank you too very much for taking time out of evening sharing with us how you keep your fire burning for our catholic faith uh, before i get to our prayer i want to go ahead and thank uh victoria for allowing us to use oblate renewal center as the location to record this particular episode definitely means so much to me to record this episode on holy ground uh, i want to go ahead and thank my two executive producers dr jeff vista and and mr chris layman thank you two gentlemen for your continued support of the john 330 podcast it is greatly greatly appreciated um if you're listening and you want to share how you keep your fire burning for our catholic faith um get in touch with me i'll be happy to speak with you uh you can send me an email to john 330 podcast at gmail.com or contact me on social media if you're not in san antonio i can record a podcast over the phone or through a skype phone call so we can definitely um get this done that way as well uh however you're listening if there's an option to leave a rate and review if you can do that that would definitely help me out a lot whether you listen on itunes or you listen on um, youtube or any other way where you can put a comment or a rate or a review that would definitely be much much appreciated uh, we're going to go ahead and end this episode by praying the Life Runners Creed. Yes. Alrighty, awesome. Okay. Thank you. We'll right. follow along with each other. Hope, uh, hopefully, alrighty. better than when we. We're going to we're going to pray in stereo. Take two. That's right. Okay. okay. Here we go. Ready, ready. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We believe in the dignity of all human life, from conception to natural death. We run as a prayer to defend children in the womb, so that they may be born and united with our Christian community. We run to build endurance, for the race is long, and we must keep our eyes fixed on you, Lord. We run for awareness, so our culture will view all human life as a reflection of your glory, Lord. We run for charity to provide support for mothers and fathers tempted to abort their child and healing support for post-abortion women, men, and families. We run to end abortion, for Christ died so that all may live. Guard us all, born and unborn, with your peace, Lord, for in you life is victorious. We pray and run in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome, guys. That was a beautiful prayer. I like that. Uh, I'll make sure and um, share this card on social media as well. Yeah, you can keep that one. Okay, thanks. Hey, <laughs> cool. Alrighty, uh, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Once again, Justin Mark, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Everyone, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your day, and God bless you all.
I'm Father Dwight Longenecker. I'd like to invite you to join me for a pilgrimage tour to France this September. It's based on my book, St. Benedict and St. Therese, The Little Rule and the Little Way. I'll be teaching about the spiritualities and the lives of these two great saints, and we'll be visiting the great monastery of Fleury, where St. Benedict's relics are venerated, and of course going to Lisieux to visit the childhood home of St. Therese, the Carmel where she was a nun, and the great basilica dedicated to her honor. But there's more than that. At Paris, we'll be visiting the Basilica of Sacré-Cœur, Rue de Bac with the Miraculous Medal, going on to Vézelay, Nevers with St. Bernadette, Paris-le-Monial, where the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus was given to St. Margaret Mary, and then Chartres Cathedral, Mont-Saint-Michel, the Normandy beaches, and more. I think there's not only going to be time for instruction and learning, but also prayer and worship, celebrating Mass in the various locations, and also time for fellowship and a good bit of French food and wine, too. Come and join us this September. If you'd like to know more, go to catholicheritagetours.com. That's catholicheritagetours.com, or be in touch with me through my website, twightlongenecker.com. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough Vehicle at caneford.com.